Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, well, welcome to Red Men News. Uh, we are here. It's Thursday, the seventh of November. Did you say? Lovely. And we're here to talk about Liverpool Football Club again. Yes. Which is what we like to do, isn't it, Ross? Yes. And I am joined by Ross, aren't I? Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we've got loads of stuff to talk about today, uh, but we are backed by The Athletic, and you can get 50% off your yearly subscription by going to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash News, making it around about £2.50 a month. Uh, as ever, uh, we know and we bang this drum because we believe it. Uh, they have some of the best football writers in the world writing for them. It's a great platform, some really interesting stuff. And one of the stories today, uh, Ross, is uh, Simon Hughes, a mate, of, a mate of ours, has done a story on Adam Morgan. And it's a really interesting story, isn't it? And it, the timing of it's quite nice because there's quite a lot in there about Raheem Sterling before the Manchester City game. Uh, I, I'm going to draw your attention to one thing, but it's a great article, isn't it, first and foremost? Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it is. He said we banged about it yesterday, but we've done so many when we do these. There are always different types of, of news stories, and that's what we like about it. It's different. Like, and I said this the other day on one of these shows, like, if you want your breaking news, obviously you can go and get that, but this is more in depth, more well rounded. Like, we did one the other day that was about, like, uh, the cop and how that developed and where he got his name from. But I've gone back to this one. It's there's so many different things. And first of all, I didn't I didn't even recognise Adam Morgan, but then it goes into the depth about, like, when he did the Being Liverpool stuff and, you know, Rogers telling him to be more like Sterling. How, how how different paths they've they've taken and where he is now and where Sterling is now, how good Suarez was when he was he was at Liverpool, how, how good he was with the young ones and, and how difficult it is to probably progress at Liverpool. You know, it probably seems easier on the yeah, outside. Doesn't listen, it? there'll be young fans there who don't remember Adam Morgan, but you know, he grew up th through Liverpool's academy and now he's playing like for witness, you know. Yeah. It's just a mad thing. And but he was touted, wasn't he, to yeah, the next foul because he, he, he absolutely was. He had a lethal left foot did Adam Morgan. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to draw your attention to is this quote from uh, the article, he thinks the documentary series may have sent out the wrong message about Sterling, who really was setting the agenda, uh, that really did set the agenda around him for years to come. He was anything but a spoiled brat, and this Morgan, who in turn found new expectations upon him. So she's talking about being Liverpool, if you remember it, and Rogers maybe hung Sterling out to dry a little bit on being Liverpool. And I do wonder whether that did set the agenda, actually. For how Sterling's spoken about in the news nowadays. Yeah, there was no... Um, he starts, you say steady again and whatever it was, and he had a little back and forth, you'll be on the next plane back, and that was all, all it really was. Maybe it's just been blown up because of how good, it, good he is now, and that's a, a piece of evidence of his time at Liverpool that was kind of behind the scenes, the only probably piece of work they've actually got. Probably, And then again, it probably doesn't help when 
you know, going to a rival team in the Premier League is never good. But you can't say like when he was at Liverpool. I probably speak for myself. I was probably annoyed because I knew how good he was, mm. and you don't want to ever see one of those players leave your club. And Liverpool aren't in that position anymore. But back then we were. City had all the money. He wanted to go and win stuff, and he has done. So you know, looking back at it now, you can't really argue with it. And he's no. one of the best players in the Premier League. Unfortunately, he is. Mm. Um, and I don't. It, listen, it is what it is. We'll move on to some of the Liverpool, Manchester City stuff before we get into the news, though. Uh, as seems to be the way nowadays, Sky Sports News have put out a combined Liverpool and Manchester City 11. So before we go through uh, the combined Liverpool and Manchester City 11 with you, I want you to put yours into the comments section for us and Sayo's going to pick up some of the best ones or the worst ones or the average ones. Based uh, on form or injuries or... Let's base it on everybody's fit and available. Just to make it easy for everybody. Yeah. Everybody's fit and available. Who is your strongest combined Liverpool or Manchester City 11? Uh, the goalkeeper, Sky Sports, have gone with Alisson. Matthew Upson, isn't it? Matthew Upson, it is indeed, mm. yeah. Um, former West Ham centre-back, among other teams. Um, you go through the defenders and I'll go through midfield. Yeah, Trent, right-back, can't really argue with that. Matip, obviously, he's injured. But still, City got a lot of injuries and it tends to play in the field, is it? It's centre-back right now, so I don't know. Virgil van Dijk, cert. Andrew Robertson, cert. Yeah, then they've got the midfield. A monopoly on the midfield. There's been five Liverpool players so far and they've got De Bruyne, Fernandinho and David Silva. And then up front, Sterling, Aguero and Mane. So no place for two of the front three. No place for Roberto Firmino. It's debatable, isn't it? Aguero's, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get loads and loads of teams of the decades over the next few couple of months. He may be one of the signings of the decade, Sergio Aguero. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think um, we did something yesterday. We were talking to, to a Manchester City fan. It's just his consistency, and even when he doesn't have a good game or he doesn't touch the ball for 60, 70 minutes, he just needs that one chance, and that's a sign of a world class striker for me. He's done it to us. Plenty of times before. Yeah. Sterling, Salah. And they've gone with... Oh, Matthew Upson's gone with Sterling there. What are your thoughts on that one? Uh, if he's done it on recent form, maybe, because Sterling's been banging the goals and his form's been pretty incredible. It's hard to argue with that. But as has Manny's for Liverpool, Salah's probably slightly overshadowed. I know he got an assist in midweek and stuff like that, but people are saying he's not, not on recent form by his own high standards. But then, again, he... He takes people out of the game, so it's you know it's all right with these combined 11s, but it depends what system you want to play because you could probably make a case for Bobby Firmino in there as well and the work that he does, but maybe he's not as good as finishes as Aguero, but you could chuck him in there. Well, I'd just play five up front. Yeah, I mean, it, it very much looks like City's attack, Liverpool's defence at the moment, and you know, Fernandinho's been a brilliant player for them. Personally, I think Fabinho's a better player right now yeah. than Fernandinho. It's hard to argue with Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, it's hard to argue with David Silva if he's fit as well, if I'm honest. The Sterling one, though, I'm not sure he even plays there. Like, I thought yeah. he played more in Mane's position than, than yeah. on that right-hand side. And as such, I'd definitely have Salah in there and then toss a coin about Aguero. We'll move on to some news anyway. And we are talking about Salah, actually. Um, and Phil Thompson, former Liverpool captain, won the European Cup with us, captained us to that twice. 
Um, I've been talking about uh, Mo Salah, and he says that his ankle injury is slowing him down at Liverpool. Uh, he was also a caretaker boss for us, the number two boss under Gerard Houllier. Former Reds caretaker boss has raised concerns about the impact of the Egypt international since his injury. Liverpool legend Thompson is concerned that so has not been playing up to his usual high standards. The Egyptian suffered an ankle injury, which we know about. It's a concern. The ankle injury that he had, it's just that push off the mark. It doesn't look as if he's free-flowing, Thompson told Sky Sports. He's just not getting away from people, as you have seen that burst of speed. He's getting away, but it's only within tackling distance. His shooting certainly wasn't on target against Genk, and maybe he's saving them all for something. Let's hope that he is saving them all for something, Ross. Do you, where, I mean, I had a really interesting chat with Neil Jones on the newsroom this morning, available on the RedmanTV.com, £5 a month, first month is free, 30 hours of free entertainment for that £5, so you can keep it, or you can fuck it off after that free month, do what you want. I had a really interesting chat with Neil Jones about it, and, and he actually thinks that Salah is in poor form. I'm not, I'm not so sure, personally, but what are you thinking? Um, finishing, maybe. I do agree with Phil Thompson. That Obviously, we went to the Ghent game on Saturday and he had a couple of chances. I think there was one where he, he got through and it was a difficult bounce. He kind of, kind of seemed to snatch, snatch at it. Uh, Aston Villa, again, he was resorted into, you know, Twenty one from twenty five yards, and it was going all over the place. But it's just a lack of confidence. I still think in terms of what, like what I said before of taking people out of the game, and we saw his Gent goal away. We we, mm. we got we were between three four people gets away from him and puts it in. He's just the guy's just being man marked, but it's always a consequence of you know Mane's in, in in prolific form banging in the goals. Well, is that because three people are, take, are taking on Salah out out of a game? There is, there is all the concern as well, like again, I know it's an individual game where he had opportunities to pass, but is that a criticism of him wanting to score? Maybe it is when you're 1-0 up and you want to put the game to bed and stuff, you're thinking, be a bit more rounded for the team and stuff, but you know, he wants that goal to kind of set him off for the rest of the season. I mean, it's possible that Salah could be involved in, what, 50 games this season? As it stands right now, he's got 13 goals, so... Uh, Eight goals and five assists, sorry, in 16 competitive fixtures. Say that, times that by three, 16, 32, 48. Then he'd have 24 goals and 15 assists. For a winger. It doesn't sound like bad form. That's what It just doesn't sound like what we've seen of Salah. doesn't sound like twice golden boot winner on the Roma Hamatel form. It's happened before where he's, he's you know, it's loads of lessons to every player where they're, yeah, they're quiet spells and stuff. But you've also got to take into account that, like, last last week he definitely didn't train and he was having fluid drain from his ankle. Therefore, the only, the only practice he's really getting is in the warm up and then during the game time. So maybe that's where he's, you know, he's misfiring shots and stuff. He's, he's you know, he shouldn't do because he's a really good footballer, but maybe having that extra bit of practice going in, into a game is affecting him, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe he's just saving it for Sunday. Maybe Phil Thompson's Hopefully right. he is. Hopefully he's just saving it for Sunday. Uh, Sadio Mane says, I do not dive in response to Pep Guardiola. We're on Pep Guardiola, not Guardiola. Um, we're on uh, Empire of the Cop here. Uh, Liverpool forward Sadio Mane has taken Pep Guardiola's diving accusation pretty well by joking about it in a recent interview. Um, obviously, Pep said he sometimes scores and sometimes dives, but Mane is now hit back. Uh, he says, if the dive will give me a penalty, then I will do it. Why not? But what Jürgen said is correct. I do not dive. He's quoted the same by The Guardian. There was contact at Villa for sure. Maybe it was not a penalty and he didn't give it and he gave me a yellow card. To be honest, I don't have any problem about it. It's what I want to keep doing. If I get a penalty, yeah, it's a penalty. If no, no penalty. But it will never change the way I'm playing or the way I do things. The only thing I can say I will be sure ready for the team to give everything possible and to help my team. I think it's a bit clever from him to blah, 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 blah. Do you think he dives? 
Um, Dives a strong word. Make the most of challenges. Yes, it's that dark, that 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 dark. Well, this is a dark art. So if, if your player does it, you love it. Someone else does it against you. You you, you hate them. But like you said, if, if there's contact, why why wouldn't it go down? If things look worse in super slow motion. I said like I hate it when people do it to us, but it happens. Yeah, we saw one given against Michael Keane for Everton, where he just stood on a player's foot and the penalty, penalty. was given. But it was exactly the same as what happened to Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane threw himself to the ground after the contact. Yeah, that's yeah. Going down the actually didn't help, but I think there's also a case of the Everton one. I think it happened in, a, in another game, and Sadio Mane is why it has to be so black and white. Why can't there be a coming together in, in the penalty and it not be a dive and not be a free kick? Why can't you just play on in that sense? So Mane gets kicked, but we saw the week before. Obviously, he gets himself in between the ball and the man. He gets kicked and he goes to his Arsenal. I think it was, um, and, he, and he goes down. I like. I, I want players to go down because I think referees need to see someone fall over to give a penalty. Because yeah. just as just as and you're right here, just as a coming together might not be a penalty, it might not be a dive. There are times when fouls are made that that should be given. Yeah. You know what I mean. So and and, and in that instance. The player needs to go down. But some of those, like say the, the Manny one, I went to see Tottenham before, not Arsenal, um, you know, where he gets kicked and he's not given or he's given for a dive, that could easily just be a free kick. But I think rest- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Referees are hesitant to, to give penalties, and then I'm not use VAR. Yeah, that's it. Or that's use it. I don't want to talk about VAR anymore, to be honest with you. Um, Liverpool under 23's boss Neil Critchley set to take Carabao Cup clash with Villa. This isn't confirmed news before anyone jumps on it. Um, Critchley is in line to take charge of the quarter final with Aston Villa. As we know, they're travelling um, to play the Club World Cup in Qatar a day later. Uh, Jürgen Klopp is yet to make a decision on who will take charge of the two teams. Why the headline then, boys? Uh, with the logistics, meaning he's likely to be in the dugout for both. It makes sense to me, and Peplin, this is obviously in the conversation. Neil Critchley, um, Barry Lewin, is it? Barry Lutus. Lutus. Those two guys are already 
being the manager of teams and they took obviously the youth league and stuff like that so I think it's important that they probably do it Pep Linders has taken press conferences but he's not actually managed the team and, 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 and the, the, the book hasn't stopped with Pep while he's been at Liverpool has it? No and it's also it's their, it's their team yeah. Neil Critchley, you know, they know the players they know how they play they can talk to them and, and it's more comfortable for the players to have them in charge as much as I'm sure they'd love to work with Pep Linders and Jurgen Klopp but having that 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 normality and you know that relationship that they got with those guys, I think, is vitally important. And, and equally, going into the the World Cup Championship and having Pep Linders next to Jurgen Klopp is probably important. You know, it's, there's two games there, and I'm sure it's it, um, Peter um, Kravitz, 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 yeah. Kravitz, having him there. You know, we could easily have sent Pep Linders and just had those two, but they, they work as a team as well. And similarly for the first team players, they know they know them, so it just it makes sense to me. And it looks like if, if it is those. If it is uh, Neil Critchley, then it looks like it's going to be largely youth that will be playing in that competition. Just uh, another story that I'm just going to add into this. I remember reading something on This Is Anfield yesterday uh, with regards to whether we can actually take players from the Aston Villa game and fly them over to the final. It looks like that's not an option. This Is Anfield are told the squad have to be in place in Qatar for three days prior to the semi-final fixture. If someone isn't there then, they aren't in the squad list for the two-game trip. So we couldn't play like Milner and Ox and Kate in the Villa game then fly them over for the final because of the commitments commercially there's you know videos to be made and interviews to be had so that we have to have our squad in place on the 15th I think it is something like that uh, before the before the game or maybe it's the 16th I can't remember so Liverpool are going to have to literally split the squads and there's going to be no mixing up of that after that happens uh, which is just an interesting little wrinkle into this one and it seems stupid FIFA should um, should understand the situation that we're in but it doesn't look like they're going to which is a little bit of a disappointment final story before we get into some of the comments then James Milner sends a message over Liverpool performances ahead of the City clash uh, this is a really really good piece by the Mirror actually and it's talking obviously to James Milner James Milner's obviously talking about Liverpool's form uh, so far Milner says the Reds can still improve um, I don't think we've played as well as we would have liked he said in quotes carried in the club match day programme for the win over Genk it's been a really solid start and it's pleasing to say that with the results that we've had this season but it's never going to be, to be easy it was always going to be tough coming off the back of a long season getting to the Champions League final the most of that then the season being a bit longer than players taking part in international football throughout the summer and coming back and what he goes on to say Ross is that he's happy with the way that Liverpool are grinding out results at the moment. He said it's difficult to play against sides who are we're dropping deep and defending with all they want but Liverpool are answering the questions asked of them at the moment and it's what we've seen as fans all season isn't it yeah and towards the back end of last season probably as well but like you go before that that was always the frustration of like we kind of rush things and force things I think as fans I think I'm still guilty of doing it of getting maybe half an hour into a game thinking we haven't scored yet and coming to that point where actually you know we're taking our time we're breaking people down mentally passing the ball around and just being you know just, just taking our time generally and then we'll wait for that key moment that key pass that lapse of concentration in the opponent and then we'll do it and we show we can do that. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to the City game because potentially we're going to play a team probably the first time in a couple of weeks that's going to come out and actually play us. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's, it's difficult. I've watched Liverpool of past seasons of free-flowing you know, heavy metal football or whatever, going in, winning 3-4-5. No, you want that every week, but you can't do when people put 11 players behind the ball. Whereas I think City will actually come out and play and I think if it's anything like the Etihad game last season, I think it'll be an incredible game to watch. Absolutely. It'll be hard to watch. Uh, let's be... get into some of the comments then, mate. Um, obviously, we've got the build-up shows out 
this morning that was out on the normal Red Men TV YouTube channel. Uh, if you're not subscribed to that, do go over, subscribe to that. Uh, we've got the start at 11, we'll be going out on the Red Men TV YouTube channel live later on this afternoon. Uh, we're not quite pinned the time down yet because we're quite busy today. Um, but Simon Fletcher, let's get into the comments, mate. Um, I'll start with the preferred 11 stuff, so I've, I've got a few here. Kay Brennan says, where's Fabinho? And then when people gave the preferred 11, I think everyone put Fabinho in. I don't think anyone put Fernandinho. I'll just read out a couple of the uh, the interesting ones that I mm-hmm. thought. Okay. Paul Young says, Alisson, Trent, Laporte, Van Dijk, Robertson, De Bruyne, Fabinho, Chamberlain, Sterling, Bobby, Mane. Sterling, Bobby, Mane. Sterling, Bobby, Mane. With Chamberlain instead of David Silvers or Bernardo Silvers. I, I couldn't the do that. Injured, didn't he? But it, we did say, we did say, Ross, that it's, it's totally okay to... I did, but I thought we yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked the question, didn't listen to the answer, but it's fine. It's totally cool. Um, I like Laporte. I really do think he's a top quality centre half, and I, I'd maybe actually, you know what, if he was fit, I think maybe Van Dijk and Laporte would be a better centre half partnership. It's whether they both play the left side, don't they? That's the that's the only thing Van Dijk can do anything. I think, I think both of them are good enough that they can yeah. sort something out between them. Yeah, they? <laughs> but you don't play a left footed centre half at right side. No, you, you just don't. It's one of the unwritten rules of football, isn't it? Right footed centre halves are fine playing the left side. Left footed centre halves don't go on the right side. Never. I don't think I can. I don't think I could name a one that has actually done that. To be honest with you. Anyway. Oxley Chamberlain, I couldn't put him in ahead of David Silva, personally. I think you make a shot for Bernardo Silva as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, over Chamberlain. Current form over Chamberlain's been absolutely incredible, but yeah. To put them all in, we must have like. Play, we can't play three. We didn't ask them to do that, Ross. You can't just keep changing the. But rules. I want to play three at the back now. Put Trent, Robbo, and Van Dyke. Van Dyke's fine on his own. And then go Aguero, Mane, Bobby, De Bruyne, Silva, <laughs> Chamberlain up front. I think we're still missing one. Uh, um, money. Yeah, yeah, okay. There you go. Sounds. Or Sonny. We're it's playing a 3-4-3. Three, three. Um, yeah, I like that. So, Alisson, you got Trent. Yeah. you got Van Dijk, you got Robertson. Yeah. Sometimes we've been playing three at the back this season when we've had love running. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fabinho. Yeah. Got three. Fucking hell, I tell you what. Could their team ever score if you put Fernandinho and Fabinho as your two midfielders? I'm not sure they could. No, I want more goals. Okay, right, so we, we want to give them a chance. Yeah. So Fabinho, Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, Bernardo Silva for me. Yeah. Now, nah, fuck, fuck Bernardo, I often put Sterling in the midfield. Yeah. And then I'd have Mane, Salah, and I'm really sorry. Sergio, but Bobby's playing for me. Fuck yeah. That, that, I reckon that's the most interesting one of, of, of the whole matchup, Sterling or uh, Aguero or Firmino, because they're, they're both so different to each other. I think Aguero's perfect for City, but Firmino's perfect for Liverpool. It's hard to choose between yeah. the two yeah. of them, isn't it? That, that's the thing. The front three is the front three. It needs all three of them to be our front three. I don't think you can swap Aguero in. Or you could take one of the silvers out and put Bobby in the attacking midfield and put Aguero in front of him. You could do, but Bobby's not that good there. Just for clicks and tricks and shit. Okay, well, let's do that then instead. Have you got any more comments, Si? Uh, yeah, I'll go uh, j- just quickly. We haven't got too much time. I'll talk about the uh, Carabao Cup stuff. Johnny Walker says, Great news about Neil taking over. Youth team deserve it and need the experience. No matter how tough, we'll be able to fully focus on guitar and not worry about overworking first team players. And then a couple towards the end. When it I didn't get... listen again, Johnny. I'm thinking about whiskey again. I'm sorry, mate. I know you're right, though. 
Um, <laughs> and then on the on the stuff about the, the, that you've just read from Nick is on field that um, the team can't they can't fly a team out after the semi final. Dan the man says, "Oh, that's a shame. FIFA should allow FIFA should have allowed some line up leeway for Liverpool." Um, and then a couple. Joey Murray says all of the first team players will want to be in Qatar. They have a chance of silverware, so why would any of them want to play the Villa game? And Rob D says all the first teamers who helped us win the Champions League and Super Cup deserve to be in Qatar to help us win the world. That's Cup. a really great point, actually, isn't it? And then he factored in the money that's that's available for each competition. I think it's something like four hundred k for winning the Carabao and four million for winning the Club World Cup. <laughs> and you think bloody hell, you know what I mean? One even for just playing two games, you could win four million quid. We've still got, they'd still have. We've still got three games if we get through against Villa to win four hundred grand in the Carabao. The club really should be looking at that four million quid and going, "I want every little bit of that." Shouldn't you? It's everything else. Like you know, you get, you get the badges, the chance to call yourself the best club in, in the world for you know, obviously a, a season. You don't. You, it's a reward for winning the Champions League. I, I, you, you don't. You don't get into this every year. You get in the character. The, Carabao Cup or whatever it's called every year and on a positive side one of the comments is absolutely bang on the fact that it's a good experience for the youth players to go and play in a high level competitive compared to what they're used to if, even if they lose they're going to learn something from it they're going to have that experience to take away from them and if they win it's even better they can play the semis and I mean listen I know they're probably the Americans call themselves world champions after pretty much everything I know they do it when they win the American League uh, they call themselves world champions after they win the Super Bowl I know they do it in the baseball I'm therefore assuming that they do it in the MLS as well um, uh, th this would be actual real world champions where you've played against teams from every continent or, or something so um, it'd be us on an American side claiming to be the world champions hopefully joint world series winners <laughs> there you go stop doing that America <laughs> when you just win your league stop calling yourself world champions you know what I mean doesn't matter that nobody else plays American footy or Canada and to be fair you'd probably beat the Canadians in the CFL but it is what it is We've digressed massively. That is the end of the show. Don't forget to check out The Athletic. Use that 50% off code. Uh, and use that 50% off by visiting www.athletic.co.uk forward slash redmenews. No ads, no annoying pop-ups over there and some great written content. Thanks very much for watching. Smash the like button, subscribe and click that notification bell. We'll see you next time. ta -ra.